This is Alexandra Harbushka from Life with Herpes, and you're listening to the Vroom 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 Veer, Jeff Smith, reminding you to listen to... Nope, I messed up. It, it's 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 required that you mess it up. So go ahead okay. and just do take two. Okay, take vroom, two. Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith. I know it's a tongue twister. On I know, I said it wrong too. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. It's part of the fun. <laughs> This is Alexandra Harbushka from Life with Herpes, and you're listening to Room Room Beer with Jeff Smith. And I'm reminding you that if you have anything that's holding you back, this is your opportunity to look at it straight in the eyes and overcome it. Don't let it hold you back. Don't let it be your glass ceiling. Look at it as an opportunity for you to grow and to grow into a more, uh, I messed up. No, not at all. Keep going. Just grow. There you go. <laughs> for you, yeah, for you to grow and <laughs> for you to grow. There you I'll go. I'll say it again. No, I'll, let me say it again. I'm, go for I'm it. really, yeah. Take three. Take three. Snap. This is Alexandra Harbushka from Life with Herpes, and you're listening to Vroom Vroom Beer with Jeff Smith. And I'm here to remind you that if you have anything that's holding you back, this is your opportunity to look at it, embrace it and use it as a way to overcome anything that's standing in your way. It's an opportunity for you to grow. See, look at you. See, See? take three is the charm. Okay, I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Sarah Deacon, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Beer and welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going awesome, Jeff. Thanks for having me. So you are at sarahdeacon.com. Thanks for having an easy name and a URL. I'm a little punch drunk and that really helps. (laughs) Yeah. It just, as long as you don't put the H in on Sarah, because I don't have an H in my name. Does anyone say the H? I I don't think so. Let's, I mean, let's hope not. Okay. If you listen really close, maybe you can hear it. But <laughs> I have, I've been Sarah for a long time. I don't think I ever have heard it that way. Okay. Um, so, yeah, but I don't it know is how. a common spelling, and that's what all the closed oh. captions and transcribers transcribe my name with an H. So right. don't use the H. Okay. So it's and then you'll find me R A. Deacon, like the regular Deacon, D-E-A-C-O-N dot com, dead can. Yes. In the Midwest, it's dead can. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did live on the East Coast for a little while, so I, I My, don't think it's that, that prominent. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I, I like it because, you know, whenever I go home to visit family in Upper Peninsula, Michigan, I, I just, mm-hmm. I love it. I just like... I want to go to Shopco every day, you know, and right. listen, listen to them, you know. <laughs> and they'll talk to <laughs> and you. And they're so sweet and nice. I know. It's great. <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, you are at SarahDeacon.com and you're talking all about coaching young people on being better adults, I guess. So let's talk a little bit about SarahDeacon.com, the adulting coach, and what you're most excited yeah. about in your business. Well, you said it right there. I'm Sarah Deacon. I'm the adulting coach. Um, that's a great way to find me. If you don't type in the URL, you can search <laughs> the adulting coach. I should come up. There you go. Uh, yeah. So I get to help uh, motivated young adults figure out for themselves who they want to be when they grow up. So that's awesome. things like, what do you want to major in in school? Or are you taking a gap year? And how do you actually be intentional about that time you spend? Right. What direction do you want to go in instead of choosing to please somebody else or based on what you think somebody else's expectations of you are, Mm. you can create your own path to successful independence so that you can go out and contribute and change the world. That sounds awesome. Impact the community, inspire other people. Like it's a ripple thing. So we talk about changing the world and if people with all the team and resources and visibility can't do it, 
what what hope do we have? Well, we have right. our circles. We have our circles of influence. We have our circles of impact that we can go out and and change the world by doing our best to show up authentically and yeah. intentionally and right. um and create amazing things. So that's what yeah. I do and I love it. That's awesome. I always like to think like if I can change me and mm. be a little bit better, right? That's possible. Right. Right? Maybe Oprah can't fix the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe. Maybe she already has. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting Elon and and all the all the superheroes to help her out. I don't know. But Super like friends. you everybody can make themselves better, right? You just have right. to want to. Right. And by to. doing that, yeah. we we impact and inspire the people around us. That's right. That's right. You know, even if it's just a, a sibling or a a fellow student or a coworker or one of our own kids, however we can show up more effectively for other people and right. help share share what we've got to give and and other people benefit from that. So that's just, how we change the world one little bit at a time. I'm so impressed with young people. I mean now. Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah, I don't know how they got so much better at everything, but they are. They are. <laughs> they have the yeah. internet. Uh, they, maybe. Okay. That's it. Every it's, every it's, answer you need is on the internet. Okay. So they don't know something, they go to the internet and, and we they didn't ask have the that. internet right. and the internet tells, tells them, them what to do. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, have you ever watched The Voice? No. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, check it out because it's a really good I'm show. familiar <laughs> with it based on snippets and yeah things uh, yeah seen, it's not important because but, i lived in the world yeah of course right but <laughs> there was this 13 year old girl right and like she's just a sweetie right she's 13 mm-hmm. and like they do her backstory like i was into this and i was into that and i was a championship ski racer and now i'm singing like a boss right and she's 13 right? i haven't yeah. done any of those things oh my gosh i worked <laughs> with the the distinguished young women of wisconsin this past summer, I did a workshop for them and I volunteered a little bit. And it, the Distinguished Young Women is an organization. It used to be the Junior Miss Pageant. You oh, know? good. So they made it better. <laughs> it, it's not like it's it's much more well, well-rounded. I believe it's always been sort of a scholarship program and okay. a, a develop developing leader leadership kind of program, except now they don't have to parade around in bathing suits or whatever. Yay! So like, that's cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> Because yeah, that whatever. Um, we'll leave the commentary. But no, no, the, it's it's good. We should we should put ourselves under the bus. We did it. We, <laughs> us right, and our we, parents, we did right, it. Right. It's right. It's been around for a long, long time. It's always been an exceptional program that has gone on to develop these phenomenal, well-rounded, you know, inspirational, intelligent young ladies to you know that level them up and give them that foundation to go on and do amazing things. And this year was my first introduction to the organization. And it was incredible because we had, I think, 14 young women in our state, Wisconsin, uh, young women, a distinguished young women pageant, and just working with them and talking with them and watching them perform in the actual program was it blew me away. I'm like, I was not no. anywhere close to the level these young ladies were when I was that age, when I was 17 years old. Yeah. Like that is it, they're phenomenal. They're they're super talented. They're driven. They're dedicated. Right. They're self-aware. Like they're emotionally socially stable. aware. <laughs> right. Socially aware, emotionally aware, stay stable and accelerating and achieving. And they're also really aware that they have struggles that their parents did not have. Right. Right. (laughs) They're dealing with stuff that, that is new territory that some of us adults, like we just don't want to look at or talk about. Totally. I don't want to look at social media ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I unfortunately occasionally have to, I know. Yeah. But yes, 
Yeah. But it's a huge influence, right? Like even if you're not on it, that's still a huge impact on your life if you choose not to be on it. Right. And honestly, some of these young people, they're, they're getting off. They're not, they're not on social media. That's good. As much as you might think. Yeah. yeah. Or they've made the conscious choice because they know the negative impacts of it. Right. It's what not it does like to their mental health. It, right. It's not all bad, but you know, you just have no. to know the bad is there, right? It's, right. It's, it's built to be like a slot machine and you have to know that. <laughs> yes. As, as anything is, it's right. a tool. It's right. a tool for connection, but it can also border, you know, it's you cross the line side. into, yes. <laughs> um, into loneliness, isolation because right. of the comparison and the constant, mm. uh, stimulation, the constant feed, the constant, um, you know, numbing, mm. scrolling, doom scroll, right? <laughs> everything. Yeah, I, I've been there. So, okay, we're, we're, we're way down the rabbit hole and I love it. And uh, we're already. Com- and we're coming great. back. We're coming back to the wormhole. <laughs> you bring me back yes, anytime. Yes. I'll just keep talking until you stop me. <laughs> Let's go back in time and talk about little Sarah Deacon when you were growing up. So did you grow up in Milwaukee or did you grow did. up somewhere else? Okay. So talk about like what kind of kid you were, say, in high school. Oh, in high school. Don't cringe too much. Freshman (laughs) or senior year? Because there's a huge difference. Let's do both. You brought it up. So we can do both. Um, And and compare and contrast. Yes. Yeah. Freshman year, I I went into high school. I went to Catholic school. So I went to uh, the same grade school for first through eighth grade. And then like half my class went to the same Catholic high school that I went to. And so I had people I knew from grade school around me, but then I had this world of high school and it was very overwhelming and intimidating. And I wanted to try a bunch of new things, Okay, but I had a lot of fear. So I held myself back a lot freshman year. I was very like, I was very shy and people who know me now would probably not guess that that was a thing oh, for me because right. when I was comfortable with my friends shy now right right when I was comfortable right. with my friends it's sort of classic introvert like when I was comfortable with my people then you're you I right. was I was hilarious and right. weird and crazy and whatever but when I was in something new it was I was very oh, I don't know you reserved right right I held back a lot um because I didn't want to look stupid or not know what to do or, Mm. you know, and that's the thing when you're 14, 15 years old, like Mm. it's really scary because you think everybody's looking at you. Totally. (laughs) Yes. Right. And it's usually not in the good way. Right. Right. Because we're we're so insecure. And it was like I felt this pull to start, you know, trying new things and like maybe, you know, go up for the play or do some theater or do, you know, Mm. some some new things. I was artsy, so I did, took a lot of art classes um, freshman year. And um, people in my younger days, like when I, before I kind of open up, people have, have called me or have had the story that I'm like, what was the word? Like aloof or like, I don't know. It's a good word, aloof. Right. Like aloof or um, think I'm better than people oh, or something gotcha, conceited gotcha. like stuck, stuck up, up. yes it. there you go that's um, the word uh, is stuck I, up I and aloof to, the same is that the same i don't know uh, i don't know I, I, so I'm, that's I'm the not, thing i'm okay like, then with they get being to know aloof me. i don't want to be right, stuck up but it was like stuck <laughs> up or whatever right, so like right. okay whatever like i've gotten that feedback before and mm. i try then, not to be that way anymore when i meet people i try to be very open and friendly now because i I want to make f- people feel comfortable. Um, and it still is this, okay, I'd have to remember to to do that, especially if I'm in a new place with people I don't know. Ah. So it's still an effort sometimes, but I've gotten a lot better at it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then evolving over the course of those four years of high school by senior year, I was the weirdo walking down the hall in bright orange bell bottoms carrying a rubber chicken around because Ah, I wanted so desperately to be seen that I had to be way out there. Wow. And and do some weird things to be seen. That's not a 360, (laughs) that's a 180. Right. It was it was a a turnaround. (laughs) Um and how do you attribute over the course of yeah, because over the course of the the years in, in high school. 
I did start taking steps. I got involved with the drama department and got into theater and got into performance and joined the choir. And I had a great teacher who was just one of those teachers that connected with students. Mm. Okay. That I felt like he got me and Mm. like I had a place there. And so that's where that it's so, it's so huge. It's impactful. Yeah. 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 It changes your life. And now I, I have to add I some was... teachers to my gratitude journal now. Yeah. Cause you just said I always that. thought <laughs> that I was going to be an artist. So okay. of course in high school, I'm like, okay, I'm all in on art. Let's go art, 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 right, art. Right, right. And I did not connect with the art teacher. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, did not so connect who, as much with the art Which teacher did teachers. you, did you connect with? The the drama teacher. Drama teacher. Okay. Yeah. And like there was, there was a couple of the art teachers that were okay. Cause we had several of them. Our art department was very robust. So okay. it, was, it was good, but like sort of the main teachers that had the most influence in Paul, like I didn't really feel like they got me or uh-huh. they could connect with me. So like so. Midwest is very much like just get a job kind of vibe, right? So like the art is sort of like, yeah, this is fun, but it's not really going to work out for a job. Well, is yeah, that the kind of ideal that, is that the vibe that you got? That's one of those question. beliefs that I've spent many years trying to undo and unpack and reverse is, yeah. oh, you want to be an artist? Well, great. You'll never you be able to eat a real job. <laughs> right. Exactly. You'll never be able the to eat. The starving right. artist, the right. whole thing, like, oh, you know, there nobody who who's an artist is famous until after they're dead. And it's like, well, I don't want to be famous. I just want to make art. Like, right. <laughs> right, right. I just want to make a living, you know? And so I didn't really have that, um, that person who said, wow, you want to be an artist. That's amazing. The world needs your creativity. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Right. How, how different does that feel? Yeah, like, and, and that happens today. To right. That happens that's today. That's what I get to yeah. do for, for people now. It's like, oh, you want to do that? Yay. That. The world needs Let's, how are we going to do that? Let's See, figure it out. Remember when we said, how did, how did all those young people achieve? It's because they have cheerleaders, right? That's one reason anyway. Right. Because we can figure it out. We can yeah, figure totally. out. I, there's I so many creative are, people that have jobs and they have, yeah, I have fantastic friends who are yeah. graphic designers and exactly. have their own businesses yeah. and, um, and, Art sells, and doing dude. amazing work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, especially now on TikTok, it's easier than ever to be an artist. I love watching art videos on TikTok. They're yeah, my great. favorite. I love watching like time-lapse videos of paintings or sculptors. I or, wish I could do. Like, oh draw. my gosh. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. And I am, I've always you been, still draw and stuff like that or paint some yeah okay. I, I just do, for fun I do crafts mostly but oh, I okay. also paint still and occasionally I'll you know collage or doodle in a sketchbook or things like that that's I, awesome I definitely need to regularly tap into my creativity because when I don't I feel it right um it's like therapy but my my experience has always been I just sort of follow my interests and I don't specialize. Right. So okay. I paint, yep. I draw, I yep. sculpt, I I think that's good. I dance, I sing, I'm I perform, I'm on that vibe. I speak. Yes. Yeah. Cuz if know? you like like you yeah. and I like if if we do that one thing then we're just bored and it's sad, right? Well, so you usually, just have to, Yeah. Usually it's about solving a problem for me. I'm like totally. I'm trying to find a thing right. that I can't find. Right. I better make it. Right. And then once you've <laughs> solved the problem, it's time to move on. Right. I, right. Okay. I, I did want, that. That's now, done what else now. Do I need? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yes. Okay. I can so, agree with yeah. that. That's and again, that in my life has been something that people has don't been like perceived that. as right. wrong. Right. Like, right. well, that's not how you succeed. Right. That's not how you find success mm. in a job or in a business or in a life by doing all the things all the time because then you don't really get good at anything. And I'm like, yeah. well. There's a book out there that, that all, all, all people like Sarah and Jeff need to read. It's called Refuse to Choose. When oh, I, I like that. Re, when I read okay. Refuse to Choose, sorry, I'm taking light off SarahDeacon.com, so I'll say it three more times. SarahDeacon.com, SarahDeacon.com. But Refuse to Choose like, was the first time I heard an adult voice say, that's okay for you right. to do that, to not niche. There's another one. To not um, niche, you know? Yeah, there was yeah. another one I read recently, and I can't remember the name of it now, but... Um, we'll figure it out and put it in the show notes. Oh, it, it was matter. real artists don't starve. 
ah, that's great. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that, it, that was, again, that was one of the first, and it was, I read it like three years ago. It was not something that I was even aware of. It was the, right. just that so much that message of, right. well, creative people don't make a living being creative. Right. And they get a real job. Now I've learned. They buckle down. They go to the factory. That right. The, <laughs> the most important piece of success is your creativity. Yes. <laughs> How are you creative? Yeah. We all are. Yeah. Life is a creative act. I all mean, successful people are, are creative. creative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how you that's how you stand out. That's how you rise above mm. all the rest of the noise is yeah. by shining a light on how your creativity makes a difference, even if it's just in your own life. Yeah. Listening to creative people talk is like therapy for me. Like just listening to you talk about and, and feeling <laughs> your passion. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to uh, Tim Ferriss talk to Robert Rodriguez and he made his mm -hmm. first movie um, as an art film, kind of like in college or something. And he just yeah. did it all on his own money. And it was like mm -hmm. this little movie that he didn't want anybody to see. And then, and he did everything. He was like, oh, right. Uh, I have no money, so I have to do the music. Oh, right. I don't have any money. I have to run the camera. Right. He literally just was like. Right. And you oh, figure out I, how you to figure do it. You figure it out. And then exactly. you have that. Yes. Then it makes you have really good that art. knowledge so that when you do hire other people to do it, you kind of can speak you that know. language because yeah. you know. Right. You've done it. Yeah. So I love being a generalist. I don't know, right. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because it's like I can I can connect with many different types of people right. who do a lot of different types of things. Like and, I, and you're not afraid your to do is. a little bit. Of that, I'm going to get curious about right, it and exactly. more because right. I want to know. And you're not going to go a mile deep. You're just going to go far enough to know what you need to know. And then you're mm -hmm. going to move on. <laughs> or, or to see where maybe, they're getting stuck or to see where you they're, go. you know, where they might need a shift of perspective. Because that's something right. that is just that's been just such a game changer for me is just that shift of perspective that changes everything. Totally. It's like getting unstuck, getting, you know, overcoming the creative blocks or whatever, right. You know, writer's block or yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the threat of the blank canvas and whatever it doesn't it is. exist. I, you it's, know, I, I think that's an excuse to be lazy, but go ahead, just go in perspective, just go ahead and it's be lazy. If you something. need to be lazy, you know, mm -hmm. if you're not feeling it, you know, right. show up, do five minutes and go blah, and then go for a yeah. walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going for walks is great. Right. I love journaling. Yeah. Because I've always been into interested in writing. So talk to the muse in your head. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, right. Journaling is great. I have, I just realized I have just like pages upon pages upon pages upon pages mm. of like blog posts and things I've actually, content I've actually put out into the world that that exists. It, it's all out there. And I'm like, well, how do I make sense of it? And that's where I need somebody to help me <laughs> to actually go deep and, and, um, you know, connect the dots with all right. the other, like with all the, the things I've written about and the influences and the, uh, yeah, the, the You're creativity. Like me. I've, yeah. I've talked yeah. a lot about a lot of different topics. Like you could, uh, you could probably pay somebody to talk a book. That would mm -hmm. be a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, I'm. That's the 2024 um, on oh, the shelf nice. for the, the, is the writing the book. Don't yeah. write the book. Just hire well, somebody to right, somebody to do to, what we're doing now. Comb through my things. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, just say like uh, I've uh, Frank Zappa did a, a book where basically mm -hmm. he was just interviewed, right? Yeah. And they recorded the interview and transcribed them. And yeah. then there was a guy that yeah, made I've it all make sense. Who've done that? Yeah, yeah who've done that? <laughs> just done it via audio and right, right. You just because yeah, you it. could totally do that. I could tell because oh, sure. you could just you, it's all there in right. your head. And if you need to look it up, you look. And it that's up. when there <laughs> there does need to be some choices about yeah. where to go deep because. Right. But that's the editor such a function. wide net. Right, that's net the, in in our content in our business in our whatever it it dilutes the the core message and that passion right that 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 thing yeah. that gift that we're wrapping up for people so yeah it is it is a little bit tough sometimes to <laughs> distill it down into that 
that yeah. little nugget. I, yeah. And I, then make I, it. But it's okay, right? I, oh, yeah. I've I've had this thing where like, where I try to talk to people about a thing, mm-hmm. and and then it becomes a conversation, and I don't end up talking about the thing I wanted to talk to. Has mm-hmm. this ever happened to you? <laughs> Once or twice. <laughs> so that would be a book, right? Where you just want to get it all out, right? Right. Where you just want to yeah. like, I mean, just I don't know if I want to write it. But like, it would be Mm -hmm. awesome to talk a book sometimes, like just hire somebody and say, I'm just going to talk and you don't like, you don't have Mm -hmm. to actually participate, but you can, if you want to, (laughs) but (laughs) don't let me get off course, you know, don't let me get off course. Going back to my younger days, I do have an English degree uh, from Boston university. So I was an English major and a creative writing major in mm. uh, grad school. So wow. So I I do want to write my book. <laughs> oh, you do want to <laughs> because write I book. I find the the written word really. It, it's a it's a nice, it's a fun playground for me to be creative to yeah. for me to express my creativity in a different way. Again, like I have all these multiple facets of my creativity, so I want to do all the things and. I know that I have to focus <laughs> and that is where coaching has helped me. And really? Okay. Having other people keeping me accountable has helped right. me. That does. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because you just like, if, if you just keep going and going and going, right. it's not going to be readable. Right. Right. And because right. I can still, um, I can still have the novelty of expression. Mm-hmm. You know, I can still do different things as long as the, the message and the heart of it stays the same, then people don't get confused. So my whole bit is adulting is fun. So totally people, when they think adulting coach, or they think a coach for young people, like they're going to look for somebody who can connect in a, in a fun and playful way. And they're going to look for somebody who can lead younger people into successful independence in a way that works for them and can speak to their unique challenges because they're coming up in a time that we've never seen before. Yeah. It's so right. And, and, and somebody like you're saying to me, Jeff, like that it's okay. It's okay. If you don't know what you want to be when you grow up right now, Totally. let's figure out what's next. Hey, I'm 54. I don't know what I want to (laughs) do when I grow up. I really well, don't. Well, let's figure out what's next. Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> let's figure out what's next. I need to know. <laughs> so let's talk about like when you're doing your coaching thing with the young people, like what sorts of things do you do? Like, um, I ask a lot of questions. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that works. And I listen. See, that works really good too. So like that's the Like what's the key to listening coaching. successfully? I it's hard to put a pin on it because I, I feel like it's my intuition. And I feel like that's really where one of my most powerful gifts is, is the intuition. And you can break it down science, like to the micro facial expressions and tone of voice and body language and all the things, but I'm not a sciencey person. So I'm not going to go there. Right. What I do is I see people and I hear people. Right. And I connect with the energy of people. We talked a little bit about going to Lambeau Field. Yeah. <laughs> you, you connect with 80,000 other people. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that is a really interesting thing to do. Yeah. If you're not watching but, the game, really. That, right. That point. And that is why <laughs> small groups and one-on-one is mm. very impactful because it allows that exchange of energy which is a real thing, even though it sounds kind of out there, right? Is real. The mm. intuition and the the energetic, emotional, spiritual connection mm. that I work with people, I can see things they can't see. Right. And I wow. hear things they can't hear. Mm. And it's not like I'm gonna sit there and tell them, oh, I see, here's the answer. Because that's not what it is either. Right. It's I'm noticing whatever I'm noticing. Okay. Let's, can I ask a question about that? Or let me, let me follow that thread. Has that happened in other areas of your life? Mm. 
And again, it has, it comes back to what questions am I asking? I have had a client where uh, a young athlete, high school athlete, varsity player, captain of the team. And it's, it's this, this conversation in, oh, you had a tournament that last weekend. Tell me how it went. And so they would explain, okay, here's how it went. Um, and then I would say like, well, what did you, what did you like? What did you think went really well? And they would say, well, it was the way I got the team rallied to level up their performance. And I'm like, oh, I was not expecting that. (laughs) That's really cool. Yeah. And this person, it, it like really was, and I think still is like focusing on a very um, sciencey data like career future. Okay. Um, major right. in college, mm-hmm. like data science or something like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know much about the field of data science, but I don't think there's a lot of peopling involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I could be wrong. And data scientists who are listening, like you can Sorry. tell me. Yes, yes. <laughs> Give us feedback. <laughs> yell at us. <laughs> Please tell me. If I, I, I could be totally wrong. Right. But in my mind, my story is that when you're working with data all day, there's not a lot of that it's probably leadership, that personal and interaction, computer. that yeah. relationship building, right? Right. So we then got to explore some perspective shifts of, mm. well, how can you do that and maybe go into something like management or leadership, leadership you know, something mm. that can build your leadership, leadership skills. And, and, and they will go on to play sport in, in college as well. So, you know, that that's fine, not professional aspirations or anything like that, but having that outlet is going to be important to this young person, right? Because if they get stuck in a job where they're not peopling for, right. For their long job. periods of time, right? They're not going to feel fulfilled or like they're really living their best purpose. Yeah. I other other kids, other young people, other students, other career professionals, that might be their genius. And what they just love is digging into the data right, right. and like yeah, yeah. solving the problems with the code. Right. My one of my sons is like that. He loves solving the coding problems. You mm. know, like he loves getting in there and just spending a lot of time like in the code. Yeah. Cool. You do that. I don't want to do that. Like, that <laughs> Thank God not, for them. Is, right, we need those <laughs> we people. Need those so people. It, we need everybody. It is, it's about seeing what like based on up. what they right. say, which might have been a totally unrelated question. Mm. You know, just seeing what comes up and just being curious. I never go into a session going, I know, I know what we're going to talk about today. I, I know the answer. Right? right? It's okay. Well, I have some thoughts. Let's explore. Mm. Oh, here's something. And again, that's that's that little light of intuition, spiritual, whatever discernment that comes up in that engagement, in that interaction, that mutual energy. And it's like a safe space. You're not being judgy. Oh yeah. You're not, you know, no, it's, I, it's their life. Right. I I talk to them for a half hour a week. Like it's not, (laughs) I'm not like, they have to go out and do the work. Right. I can't Hmm. do anything for them. So what, what do I have to you just be attached to. Yeah. It's almost like a, a good coach is like, uh, seeing people for, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. The pieces yeah. of them that they can't see. Right. And then right. Showing meeting them. that yeah. meeting them in a way that they can start to see a, a different possibility or yeah. what possibility might even be there. I do work with, you know, I have several clients who are in the, like taking a gap year. So they kind of, mm-hmm expectations didn't turn out sort of as they thought. I think you need a really good plan for the gap year. I think the gap year can be amazing, right? Yeah. There's a lot of fear around it. I think it's, it's, it's a really good idea, but you need to treat it like what it is. It's like, it can be an adventure, but it should be somewhat serious. If that, yeah. And there's, not, there's know, so many not more just programs. Around. <laughs> yeah. There's so many more programs out there available now than there mm. used to be, which is great. Right. And there's still a lot of stigma around it and a lot of fear. Some of my clients are like, oh yeah, it's actually, I'm getting a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, opinions from right. peers. Yeah. Right. That are kind of, oh, you're, well, you're not even in school. I, I, I'm going like, to do this again. You know, like I heard another Oh, oh, Brene Brown, I want to say, 
Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Brene Brown. Maybe. Um, yeah, because you don't know. It's in my head. <laughs> but she was talking about... <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah, having this thing, uh, this conversation with her college-age kids coming uh-huh. out of high school yeah. and her saying, look, if you don't know what to do, let's let's figure it out. Don't go right. to college and and waste time doing a bunch of crap you don't want to do just because right. you need something to do. Don't do that. Or if you're <laughs> going to if you're going to go to a school to figure out and get exposure to things you don't right. know about then yet, be in discovery mode. Yeah, be in discovery that mode. That is valid. Right. Just do and, your generals and figure it out as you go. Right. And there yeah. needs to be a plan around that too. Like totally. maybe don't go to Boston University. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to try community college first. <laughs> right. I, if I could go back. Right. Right. <laughs> let me tell you, I am going to be paying those loans forever. <laughs> yeah. That's one, um, one, one yeah. thing I got right. Uh, most of my, right. uh, the military paid for all of my college. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't use right. my degree. And, and there so are still, ways to do so that, explore. And that um, have those opportunities and experiences mm. either within a, a four-year institution at a community school right. or elsewhere. Right. There's Somewhere so out there much. in the world. Yeah. Well, and that's something that my clients struggle with too, is there's so many opportunities they don't right. they get analysis paralysis or right. the, the paradox information of choice. Overload. Right. Right. All I'm, of that I'm in paradox of choice too. right now. Right. So yes. I've just figured out like I don't need to work anymore. Right. But I do need. Sorry. Congrats. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Right. But I also learned. So I don't need a job, but I do need to work. Right. Because everybody because needs to work. Need, you need to work. <laughs> no, you need purpose. Correct. You need purpose yes, and meaning. You, and you need a way to contribute. Right. Yeah. Because that's what we're, that's, that's, that's why how we're, we're wired. That's why we're here. That's how we're wired. Right. We need to create and contribute. Right. And if you're not doing that, then you're just, right. you're just, you're just waste watching away. TV. And that's yeah. why we see a That'll lot of you. people <laughs> in retirement going, <laughs> right. you know, just kind of going downhill and, you know, up in a home mm. and, you know, and just not finding that mm. spark and joy. And I have been approached by people saying like, oh, do you work with, um, people in retirement transitioning to that because yeah, the should. stuff I do with teenagers is the same. It's the, it's same, the same stuff. Yeah. It's the same stuff. It's what did you do? What did you love? How, mm. like, how do you see the world? What do you value? What are right. you passionate about? What lights you up? See, there's this and, whole, I just found and a new market. And then watching and seeing what it yeah. is. I, I found yeah. a whole new market for you. So there's like, this, I'm still trying to get into this current niche. So we're I, okay. just going to sit That's here. Okay. You stay if, in your niche, but if, if anyone else wants to show up, the young yes. adults <laughs> wants to reach out and connect to me, that's like, okay too. I totally can help. Like right. I love, yes, I love talking to all sorts of people. If you resonate with me, like I want to have a conversation yes. because I want to learn about you and I want to share what I know. I want to contribute. I want to inspire. There's this movement impacts and ripples out, out into the there world. So called uh, uh, what is it called? Financial independence retire early. So these are all people in their 30s and 40s and 50s that have enough money to not work, and then they just mm-hmm. do stuff right for fun. Right. But you know, and like then you figure out what it, what's fun. Yeah. How, some how people else blog, and some people just like go mm-hmm. and help people redo their kitchens for free. Right. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I would love to find one of those people in the Milwaukee area who could redo There's... my kitchen for free. That would be amazing. <laughs> he actually lives in Colorado, that guy. Oh, but that's uh, a shame. It, yeah. <laughs> well, if you ever I want, him, I want him to move to Vegas so he can redo right. my kitchen too. I, now, every time I hear him talk, for I'm real. like looking at my kitchen going, damn it. <laughs> right, right. For real. For real. Well, if they're looking for other ways to play and inspire future generations definitely connect because some people that's a purpose too they want to they want to pour into young people I, I love to collaborate in all sorts of ways for that too so there you, you go know, there's always there's always opportunities and we can always find creative ways to to work together to build something to inspire someone to contribute the thing to I was grow. gonna say was I was going to ask this kid that you were talking to that was like really got in, got into or got lit up by inspiring the team. Mm-hmm. Was he surprised by that? Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't 
think so. I know, okay. I know the mom was not surprised. Okay. So me, so um, I, so he was consciously was like, aware uh, that duh. he was he liked <laughs> leading people. Right. Yeah. I think he just kind okay. of didn't didn't hadn't given it much thought. Yeah. As part of the the career, because again, the data science or whatever, somebody told him, well, that's where you make money. Okay. And right, that's what right. a lot of young folks right. are looking just, at is, well, how do I make money? Because mm, it, it's such a, you know, I'm gonna everybody's call talking about the generational inflation boomer, and ha- boomer hangover. It's like that, that where we started, like you can't make money doing art. That right. kind of, that's not well, and true. That's the thing. No, <laughs> right. it's not true. And that's right. the thing. But like, that's what a lot of young people are looking at because they see the YouTubers monetizing their channels and they see and that's Mr. Beast giving away boats and, you know, islands and things. And it, you know, right. and so, yeah, making money is a real thing. Like we, we need money to survive. Right. And let's look at reality. And mm. how we right. can, like, I'm not saying that you can't be a YouTuber or an artist or whatever you want to be. Mm. You got to have a plan. Totally. So what's the plan? Right. <laughs> Make a plan. Yeah. Right. And uh, I'm not great at executing plans, but I can make <laughs> But like, I, that's the thing. And, and that's the other thing about working with young people and related to my own experience is you don't have to know the next 30 years. Right. You don't have to. No. What lights you up right now? How does it connect with who you are, what you value, and what your purpose in the world might be? Because you don't have to know that either, what your purpose is. Like, you don't have to know that. No. But you can you can start to get clear on what you're passionate about. I, I use a tool called the Passion Test by Chris Atwood and Janet, Janet Bray Atwood. Um, and that's a really great tool for getting clear on what you're passionate about. And okay. you can retake that passion test over and over and over again, because as our lives change, our passions change. Mm. Interesting. But we're always going to be looking for who we are, where do we belong, and how can we contribute? Mm. So, and what lights us up kind of idea. Right. And that, that yeah. thing. And if you can learn point, how to right. make decisions using those things as a filter. Right. Instead of how can I make money? Right. 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 Instead of, instead of how can I make money? Ask yourself, why do I want money? Right. Like, what am I going to do with my money? Right. Yes. I need to survive. Okay. So after survival needs are taken care of, then what? what? Right. What is, what is making a lot of money going to do for me or for my family or for my community or for whatever thing that I connect with? Mm. There you go. I, I, the that only, gets to the heart of it. The only reason I bring that up was when I was in the Air Force and I actually got thrown into the leadership role that you get thrown into immediately, right? But then they say, okay, now you're the boss, right? And and I was I like, know a couple of young horrified. people were like, I'm in charge. I was horrified, <laughs> right? And then and and then somebody that I like and respected said, You're ready. And I went, Okay, well, he said I'm ready, I must be ready. That that shocking. Right. That I, it was just so easy for me to buy that. (laughs) Yeah. We can't always see that in ourselves. Right. But, and I, yeah, I I know. The shocking thing was that I actually enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. A coworker I had was like, (laughs) he's in his early 20s and he's like, they put me in charge. They put me in charge of their kids because it's a, it's a summer camp and, yeah. (laughs) And uh, kind of thing. And he's like, I, so weird to me. It I'm is, like, you're amazing at it. Yeah. So like, trust yourself. Right. It, it's, um, because they, the, the, they do, they, they develop these leaders from a young, you know, from young age. I, my kids are in leadership programs and things like that. So my nine-year-old is learning how to teach karate classes because he's in the leadership great. program. That's awesome. Um, so like they've been in that. The sooner the better. I think he started when he was like seven wow. in the leadership program too. So wow. Like, yeah, it's been... But that, that, that adds to so much more, oh, like yeah. you're, you become more responsible, more, I think, ethical. Um, you just want, want to be what good noticed, for other people kind of well, idea. What I've noticed <laughs> right. is that it's normal for them and they don't realize how weird they are. My kids, like they have no idea how weird they are <laughs> because normal 16 awesome. year olds are not teaching karate classes and you know, holding down a regular job and like, I mean, some, some of them are, and not all, not a lot of them are actually influencing and inspiring other young people. 
right. by what they're doing. Mm. They're showing up to bag groceries or fill your order at the drive-through, which is which is good and necessary. Right. And they are learning a lot of great skills in those roles as well. And like my 16-year-old, he is on the karate floor teaching classes, changing lives every like every Tuesday and Thursday, yeah. <laughs> every couple of days. <laughs> and he has no idea how how rare that is. Yeah. That the the type of lead leader he is at 16 is something that many grown adults would strive to be. Right. It's shocking. So he has no idea. Shocking. He has no like, idea. When you get out of the military, when I got out of the military. Because it's normal, right? In the military. <laughs> when you're in the military, it's normal. It's mil- in the, the military, military. You have no idea. <laughs> in the military, you're just like drilled with like, okay, even when you're following, you're leading, right? The, yeah. When, when it's your job to be a follower, salute smartly and comply, asshole, right? <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like what the military says all the time. And, and by the way, even when you're following, you're also a leader. They, they keep right. drilling that into your brain from like day one, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get out and you don't know that the rest of the world hasn't been brainwashed they have like not that. Been taught that way. <laughs> right. And, I, and it's a good brainwashing. I didn't right, I used the exactly. bad it's, word. It's, it's similar good... to our, our karate school. Like right. same thing It's like, you don't know who's watching you. So right. the, the purpose and values of the karate school, like the, the main purpose is we inspire people to believe in themselves. And so, but it, basically everything that they try to do, they're striving to inspire others to believe in themselves. And, because when we are inspired, when we believe in ourselves, mm. we can do whatever we want. Yeah. It's just finding that spark and lighting it up so that you have the courage to go take the action. Right. And show up in a way that you didn't think you could. Yeah. Right. So true. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like normal. And that's like you said, it's brainwashing, but in a way that. In a good way. Because you're Don't surrounded it by it. It's well, really you good. called it brainwashing. I know. I, I'm, I'm chastising <laughs> myself, not you. Right? It's influence. <laughs> right. You're Education. A, a However culture. you want to call right. it. They're right. educated. They're surrounded by it every day. Right. We're at karate four nights a week, some weeks. And that's the community. It's mm. how are we inspiring each other? How are we lifting each other up? Oh, my gosh. That kick was amazing. And they're just positively influencing each other, right. pouring into each other. These little kids, like from like three years on up, like right. they are just taught to be leaders and say you're awesome and say you rock and say hi want to be my friend like (laughs) they are just trained that this is normal this is what we do because it goes out like that training goes out into the world even if they're not consciously remembering it or thinking of it Mm. their training goes out into the world and makes an impression and makes an impact Mm. and it changes somebody's life Mm. It changes somebody's life for the better. I have, I have, I can't tell you the amount of my kids' friends' parents who have said to me, like, one of your kids said this or did this for my kid, and it really meant a lot to them. Wow. Whatever it was, like somebody had a like embarrassing moment or something, and my kid was like, it's okay. Like, thanks for telling me, like, or whatever. Like, just was there, held space, was like doesn't make you any less awesome. Wow. So like basically <laughs> just, just normal, just yeah, being just like thing. kind and a, you know, decent human, Right. which, you know, when they're growing up and adolescence and everything like that, that's, that can be rare too. Right. So, um, so yeah, they're going out and they're making an impact and circling back to what we first talked about, about changing the world. Right. That's how we do it. Yeah. We do it one interaction at a time. One person who's coming to us with something Start hard with you or and then spread. Yeah, and <laughs> and holding space for that and honoring that. Hey, guess what? We're all in this human mess together. Right. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were saying, and I'm with like, you. Like, like this, maybe I can't solve it, but I'm with you. Right. Like, uh, uh, and this, that makes a difference. Th- did we talk about this fallacy on the show? Like this fallacy, like. Someday I'll have enough money and I'll be happy and I will never have problems ever. That's not true. Oh, I don't true. know. Maybe we were talking about that before, <laughs> but yeah, I know we were talking about that. That's not true. Right. Right. But, but yeah, it starts with who we are. Right. You it, have to decide who you want to be. Right. Before you can then go do and have the things that you think you want. Yeah. Sometimes I, once you figure out who you want to be, 
the other things don't matter as much. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, what was it? My, uh, um, there's value in pain and, and negative emotions. Mm-hmm. You have to have them and they, and they help. Right. So you, it's not like you want to go chase them because <laughs> they'll come, right. they'll come. Right. But you don't right. have to think, mm-hmm. oh my God, what kind of person am I? Because I'm having these negative emotions. Right. right. And everybody lot, does, you know, it's just part of life. I told you I was an English major. There's a lot in the language that we use. Instead yes. of saying I am sad, we can say I feel sad. Right. You're not sadness. That would be right. weird. Exactly. <laughs> You're a human. But that's the language. <laughs> that's the way we speak in and America is I'm sad. I'm depressed. Right. I'm anxious. I'm a dentist, right? No, you're not. You're a human. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing right. against dentisting, but it's a right. thing you do. It's not what you are. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sarah, we've been talking almost an hour. I know. Isn't it been fun? It's been so much fun. <laughs> and that's, that's what I'm here for. Make adulting fun. And it's Sarah with no H. There's no H's That's in right. Sarah. Um, so talk about how folks can hire you immediately to be like <laughs> a, a better adult. <laughs> um, yeah, probably the, the best way is to connect with me through the website, sarahdeacon.com. Thanks for making it easy. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, if you can't find the website, search the adulting coach. I come up and I am on social media at... Sarah Deacon coach again, no H and Sarah, Sarah Deacon coach on all the socials, YouTube, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where else? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I'm all over the place. Anyway. Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, Pinterest. Let's do Pinterest. Yay. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm all over Sarah Deacon coach is the handle there. And, um, yeah, I have a really fun adulting quiz on my website. So go oh, ahead fun. and take the quiz and find your adulting now. score. Cool. Um, and that'll, you know, get you, get you connected with me and uh, you can reach out. Sweet. This has been a blast. Go pack. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> heads all the way. Cheese heads. All right. You have a good one. Don't hang up yet. We, we can chat and I'll tell you when the show goes live, but show's over now. Good. All right. Hold on. Woo. Okay. We did it. I have to find the stop button. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer.